Well, today we're going to continue our series called Good News for All. It's been so great over these last few weeks to begin studying this gospel of Luke together. I pray that if you've been joining us, that God has been speaking to you through these messages as he's been speaking to me and encouraging me. And I pray you'll speak to us again today. And we're going to be focusing once again in Luke chapter 2. We're going to be basing ourselves on verse 36 to 38. And the title of this message today is Turn the Page Over. This is what it says. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshipping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. I had a nice surprise the other day. I was upstairs in my bedroom on the computer doing some work and all of a sudden I heard the doorbell going. So my dad, he goes to the door, he answers the door and there's standing a delivery driver with a parcel. He hands the parcel to my dad, my dad closes the door and he gives me a shout to my surprise. He says, Luke, this parcel is for you. So I go downstairs and I was wondering as I was going downstairs, what on earth is this? I haven't ordered any clothes or anything like that. So I was wondering what it was. So I opened up the parcel and I was chuffed to see that there was a book that I had pre-ordered back in May for my birthday. This book wasn't due to come out until August and I completely forgotten, forgotten about it. But to my surprise there it was and I was over the moon. And so over the last two weeks, I've been looking and reading through this book and I've been so blessed by it. It's a book by one of the pastors who's really blessed me a lot during my ministry and I've been so encouraged by what God has do, done in it through his life and through his church and, and I was looking forward to diving into this book. So I've been reading a chapter every night before bed over the last few weeks. But then this Wednesday, I had finished the book and I had come to the, the last chapter and I gotta be honest, I was really, really gutted. I was disappointed because I was being so encouraged. I went to put the book down. Next thing you know, the page turns over. And I see this little title on the last page of the book and it said, Epilogue. I was so thrilled by this. I realized that it wasn't the end of the story, but that there was more. This book was a revised version of a book that this pastor wrote many years ago. And in this epilogue, he just shares a few other lessons and things that God had done in his church and in his life since he first wrote the book. And some of the things he shared were so encouraging. I was so thrilled to hear that that wasn't the end of the story. You know, as I was preparing for this message today, I was going to skip over these verses. I spoke on this lady, Anna, at Christmas time during our Christmas sermon series. And I was going to skip over this part and get to the last few verses of Luke chapter 2. But as I was reading through it, the Holy Spirit just directed me back to this passage and back to this lady, Anna. And I believe that this message is for somebody who's watching online today. Now, last time we learned about a man called Simeon. He was a godly man. He was somebody who served in the temple, who loved God. And he was promised by God that he would see the Messiah, the Son of God, before he died. Now, many people think that Simeon was an old man. And, and we see that one day he was led by God, by the Holy Spirit, to go to the temple. And there, that promise that God had given him was fulfilled. Mary and Joseph came along 
to present Jesus to the Lord as as was required by the law of the Lord. They present him and Simeon was there and he sees God. He sees, he says that my eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. He begins to thank God how he was holding God in his arms. He was holding Jesus in his arms and that must have been an amazing thing for him to see. We looked at that last time, but Dr. Luke, now the, the author of this gospel, he says that there was somebody else in the temple that day when Jesus was there also. And it was this lady called Anna. Now you might be wondering, who is Anna? Where is she from? What goes on in her life? What, what happened in her life? Well, Anna, she was a prophetess. She was a godly woman. Her, her name means grace and she was a prophetess. Now, being a prophetess meant that she had this special God-given gift to declare messages from God and interpret messages of God for the people of God. And there are many other prophetesses in the Bible. And I do want to say that I'm so glad that God uses both men and women as well. God is it does that and is so incredible. And we thank God for that. And there are other prophetesses in the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. We see Miriam, Deborah, Noadiah. Isaiah's wife was a prophetess and in the New Testament the evangelist Philip he had four daughters who were prophetesses so Anna she was a prophetess and and she was the daughter of this man called Phanuel and she was from the tribe of Asher now Luke tells us that when Jesus the day Jesus arrives in this temple that Anna was old in age she was very old she was 84 years old but Luke mentions something interesting about Anna as well something that I've skipped over before he says that Anna was a widow he says that Anna had been married only for seven years when her husband died now I've read over this passage many times I've read about Simeon and Anna many times in my daily devotions I've heard messages about it but but I've never seen this before and God really highlighted this for me as I was reading this and praying over this this week Now, we don't know how old Anna was getting married, but we can presume from Jewish culture at that time that Anna was probably a very young girl getting married to her husband. I'm sure that she was looking forward to her life ahead of her with her husband. Life was probably perfect. No doubt that this young married couple had exciting plans together. They had the rest of their lives ahead of them. Then all of a sudden, just seven years into this marriage, tragedy strikes the bible says her husband dies we don't know who he was we don't know how he dies but i'm just sure in the natural i'm sure that anna's life fell apart if you've lost the loved one i'm sure you felt like that it's like the bottom falls out your whole life falls apart anna's hopes and dreams were shattered in a moment this couple had their whole life ahead of them and now it's all over for anna And to make matters worse, widows had a tough time during those days. Widows were often neglected and exploited in spite of what the commandment of the law said. So Anna, she suffered heartbreak and now she would have to endure a life of misery, a life of shame, a life of pain, a life of struggle and difficulty. I'm sure that Anna felt when her husband died that her life was over. And maybe you're watching this today. Maybe that's how you feel. Maybe today you suffered loss. Maybe tragedy has come knocking on your door. Maybe suffering has come to your door. Maybe you've suffered the loss of a loved one. 
Maybe you've had somebody cause you heartbreak. Maybe it's the end of a relationship and that has, uh, has finished. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe you've been let go from your job. Maybe you failed an exam that you were hoping that you'd pass because you wanted to pursue your dreams. You know, I know firsthand what it's like to have your life completely shaken and your life flipped upside down. I know exactly what that's like. And I know because of the heartbreak that we experience, I know because of the grief that comes, there's a moment where we feel that life can't go on, that that's the end of our lives. You know, in my own life, in my own experience, I, I've heard the whispers of the enemy in my life. I've heard the enemy come and whisper in my ear that that tragedy is fatal, that you're done. You have no future anymore. You know, and maybe you've experienced that. The enemy comes so often to our lives and says, your dreams are crushed. You're on your own. You're abandoned. You have to live with that pain forever and ever. You have to carry the shame and guilt of what's happened to you. You have to live off the memories of the past instead of a future. And that is the end of your story. That's what the enemy comes and often says. I've had it on a regular basis. I've experienced that. However, I believe today that the word of the Lord for you and me is that this is not the final chapter. The author and finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, wants to tell you today that he is still writing your story. God has many more chapters for your life. The passing of your loved one was not your final chapter. That breakup or that divorce is not your final chapter. That sickness is not your final chapter. That debt is not your final chapter. That crushed dream is not your final chapter. That failed exam or that job loss is not your final chapter. The loved one who has walked away from Jesus is not your final chapter and it's not their final chapter. That loss of faith that you've experienced right now is not your final chapter. That sin and that failure that you keep getting stuck in is not your final chapter. I believe the Lord would say to us today that this is not the end of your story. This is not the final chapter of your life. And just like with every good book, as the chapters go on and the story gets better and better, so it will be for your life. God will use all that you've gone through for your good and for his glory. Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, Joseph said this. He said, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says this, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Joel chapter 2 verse 25 to 27 says this, The Lord says, I will give you back what you lost to the swarming locusts, the hopping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the cutting locusts. It was I who sent this great destroying army against you. Once again, you will have the food you want and you will praise the Lord your God who does these miracles for you. Never again will my people be disgraced. Then you will know that I am among my people, that I am the Lord your God and that there is no other. Never again will my people be disgraced. How do I know that God will do this for you? That your final chapters are going to be better because they were for him as well. You know, the disciples, the women at the tomb on that Sunday morning, the Jewish people, the Romans, Satan, and every demon in hell thought that when Jesus gave up his last, last breath and when he died on the cross, they thought 
that God's story was over. But little did they know it was just beginning. I love what it says, Luke 24, verse 1 to 7. But very early on Sunday morning, when the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, they found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but the women didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee? That the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified? And that he would rise again on the third day. Our Saviour defeated death, defeated Satan, defeated sin once and for all. His death on the cross wasn't the end because three days later he rose again from the grave and is alive forevermore as the victorious, resurrected Saviour, King of the world. And I believe the Lord would say to you and me today, it's time to turn the page over. Your story and my story, it's only now beginning. I believe it's time to move forward. Yes, you might have suffered tragedy. Yes, you might have suffered heartache. Yes, you might have suffered failure and pain, but it's time to move forward. God has a fresh purpose for your life. That's, ha that's what happened to this lady, Anna. Anna, she didn't listen to the lies of the enemy. She didn't let this pain and this grief eat away at her. But I love what it says in verse 37 of Luke chapter two. And then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. How did Anna move forward from this tragedy of losing her husband? She gave herself wholeheartedly to the Lord. She was at the temple all the time. Anna didn't get bitter, but she got better. She didn't blame God, but she worshiped God. She served the Lord. She worshiped the Lord. She prayed. She fasted. And she was used powerfully by God. She was a prophetess for the Lord. She was a voice piece for God to her generation. God had so much more for her life. And God rewarded her. How did he reward her? Verse 38 of Luke 2. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph. And she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. God rewarded Anna. How? She's seen Jesus. She's seen the Messiah. This was the best chapter of her life. She encountered the Savior of the world and then she makes him known to all those around her. And I believe that this is what the Lord wants for you and me today. I believe he wants to encourage us today to give ourselves wholeheartedly to him and to making him known to the world around us. I want to encourage you today. Don't go chasing work. Don't go chasing money. Don't go pursuing other relationships or hobbies or even your own dreams because they won't leave you fulfilled or satisfied. The one who you can give yourself to will complete you, will satisfy you. It'll be the greatest decision you'll ever make. Give yourself, give all of yourself to living for Jesus. Seek him with your whole heart. Follow him with all that you have. Tell others about who he is and what he's done in your life. And just like God blessed Anna, God will bless you mightily and you'll experience the best chapter of your life. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says this, and it's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists 
and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Or as it says in other translation, he rewards those who earnestly, diligently seek him. I want to encourage you today, seek God, give your all to God, just like Anna did, and God will bless your life. Just like that first miracle that Jesus performed, he saved the best wine to last, so it will be for the last chapters of your life, for the next chapters of your life. And so as we come to a conclusion today, you know, there's another man in the Bible, his name his job and he suffered so much tragedy, tragedy, the loss of his family. But there came a moment in his life where God told him that it was time to turn the page over and begin to move forward. This is what it says in Job 11 verse 13 to 19 in the Good News translation of the Bible. God says this to Job, put your heart right Job, reach out to God, put away evil and wrong from your home, then face the world again firm and courageous then all your troubles will fade from your memory like floods that are past and remembered no more your life will be brighter than sunshine at noon and life's darkest hours will shine like the dawn you will live secure and full of hope God will protect you and give you rest you won't be afraid of your enemies many people will ask you for help you know when Anna suffered her tragedy she gave herself fully to the Lord and God gave her a glorious ending to her life and I believe God wants to encourage you and me today that it's time to turn the page over because the divine author hasn't finished writing your story or my story the best chapter is yet to be written by our God amen